welcome to the Hold Nothing Back podcast. My mission with every episode is to relay information on training, nutrition, and mindset that I wish that I had when I first started my own fitness journey. If you do like the podcast, don't forget to leave a review and let me know on the Hold Nothing Back Instagram. Without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Whole Nothing Back podcast. Um, so before we get into the episode and why you may not be making gains, I just want to go over one of the reviews, which was so sweet. Um, so Latin Charm 17 says, your podcasts have been really great and your latest episode was just amazing. I definitely relate to your stories, but coming from a former high school wrestler, I wish I knew the things you're talking about back when I was in high school. By far my favorite podcast to listen to. So thank you so much. Um, I totally resonate with this because I started my fitness journey when I was in high school um, and the lack of information was pretty crazy. Um, this is back when like, you know, Instagram and YouTube were just starting out. So thank you so much for the reviews, guys. And, you know, once we get to 50 reviews, I will be giving away a free month of coaching. So keep leaving them and just tag your Instagram handle so that I can reach out to you when I do pick a winner. Um, and so one more quick announcement. There will not be a podcast next week. Um, just because I'm actually going to Tampa. So when you hear this episode, I will already be in Tampa. Um, so I'm attending the... Okay, literally almost forgot what it was called, but it's the uh, Physique Summit. So that will be with John Gorman and Jason Theobald. So um, hopefully I will be learning a lot there. But without further ado, let's get into the topic today. So I have five main reasons for you guys of why you're not making gains. Um, and the first reason is going to be low intensity. This is something that I see most common with uh, beginners. And unfortunately, I feel like with a lot of females, I know when I first started lifting, um, I was, how old was I? I was like 17, no, no, I was 15 years old. I was 15 years old when I got my first uh, gym membership. And so I get it, like it's very intimidating just being in the gym and then like grunting in the gym and like having people look at you um, and trying to push yourself and sweating, like I get it. It's not the most comfortable thing, but low intensity is gonna be a huge reason why you're not making progress in the gym. So. Like, I think a great way to measure this is like with the, like with your last few reps, for example, if you're on a leg press, um, are your legs starting to shake at the end of like maybe your last set? If, if you're not shaking, if the legs aren't shaking, usually that's a sign you could push yourself more. Um, you know, another great way to see if you are pushing yourself is to have someone work out with you. And then uh, again, we'll go with the leg press example. Say you're doing the leg press and you're like, okay, I'm going to take this to absolute failure till I literally can't do anymore so that you have that person right there in case, you know, the sled does start to fall and they can catch it. And so from there, I want you to actually see how many you can do and not until it starts to burn, but until you literally, the the sled just drops and you literally cannot do anymore. Um, so that's a really way, a uh, good way to test your intensity and to see if you're actually just being a baby and you can lift more. Um... But also, like, are you able to make progress in the weight that you're lifting? Um, especially for a beginner, you should be able to get stronger almost every week on your lifts. Um, you know, maybe harder for something like a lateral raise, but on, again, I guess I just love leg press today. I did do them yesterday. Maybe that's why. But um, leg press is a great way to do this because 
there's so much room for improvement because you're able to load so much weight on that machine. So um, try this on a leg press. See if you can add like five pounds to your leg press every single week. And that will ensure that you're keeping the intensity high and that you're actually making progress in the gym. Now, for reason number two, so a lot of you are not going to like what I'm about to say, especially people who um, love to just lift heavy in the gym and go as hard as they can, but this is so common. I see people not making progress because their intensity is very high, but their form sucks. <laughs> so there's no other way to say that really. So like, for example, one that I see done wrong a lot is hamstring training. Um, usually people will have, and especially males, because they do a lot of deadlifting, low back training, um, they'll have their low back take over. So if they're doing an RDL, you'll usually see that their, their low back is more activated than their hamstrings or their glutes. Or if they're on like a lying hamstring curl, um, their hips are shooting up when they're trying to curl the weight up. So this is showing me that they have a weak core, a weak, weak hamstrings, and that their low back is very tight. So that's one thing that I see all the time. And then also it usually happens with back. Um, so a lot of people don't know how to correctly activate their lats. Um, and you know, it's, it's not their fault because I think, like I said, this is very common and you would never even know that you're doing it wrong because you see it on Instagram and you think everyone's doing it right, but there's a very, very select few people that, you know, I can watch their Instagram videos and I'm like, oh, their form is awesome. They're actually training their lats. Um, the rest of the people, I usually see that they're training their upper traps. Um, so this is where like people have the internally rotated shoulders, their shoulders are hunched, um, and their traps, their upper traps are very overactive. Um, so it looks like they're kind of like shrugging their shoulders all the time. So when they go to train their lats, they don't really know how to properly train their lats. So their, their traps keep taking over. Um, and so it's hard for me to explain this to you guys without you seeing, but the one tip I would give to you for when you're training your back is to retract and then depress your shoulder blades. So that'll give you that good posture and it'll allow you to train your lower traps, your mid traps, um, and your lats without having your traps take over. So I would definitely implement that in. Um, and then another thing is not only just with form, but maybe your exercise selection just isn't the best. So this is also very common that I see on Instagram with glute training. Um, I think people don't really wanna put in the hard work but they want to see like, they'll follow these people that come up with these new glute exercises because they're like, okay, I don't want to put in the hard work, but this person says that this glute exercise is magic. So maybe if I just do this exercise, I'll get a big glutes. And then the people that are selling these new workouts are profiting off of this because they're profiting off of the ignorance that people have thinking that this this new exercise is going to completely change their glutes. Um, so, you know, that's pretty false, especially with stuff like frog pumps or doing band work to grow your glutes, like those those types of exercise selections um, are not gonna be the best for growing your muscle just because it doesn't really put your your glutes at an optimal place, which is why I kind of wanted to like um, pair this with having good form because when you learn the anatomy of the muscles and things like your glutes and shoulders, you learn that a lot of those exercises are BS and they're not really training anything. Um, so, you know, just be mindful of your exercise selection as well. All right. So number three, I've talked about this before. I told you why it's so important, but I had to add it in this episode. So number three is going to be a lack of sleep and not recovering. Um, so the first thing here is it's just going to be adding into your, your stress bucket. So 
I like to think of a stress bucket because there's so many types of stress out there. There's emotional stress, there's physical stress, um, and they all go into the same bucket. They're all the same thing. They're all stress. It doesn't really matter where you're getting it from. So if you're training hard, that is a huge, huge, huge stressor on your body. It's going to cause a lot of inflammation. And if you're not sleeping, again, that's a huge stressor on your body. So right there, you already have your buckets already almost full. And then if you add in like a stressful work week or something, your body's going to be so stressed out and you're not going to be able to recover and you're not going to be able to make progress. And not only is uh, sleep important just for stress mitigation, but it's also important because I think I had said this in the sleep podcast, but muscle protein synthesis and growth hormone is a release at night. Um, and for those of you who don't know, muscle protein synthesis is when protein is produced to repair muscle damage caused by training. So this phenomenon is actually the opposite of muscle protein breakdown, where protein is lost um, as a result of exercise. So I'm going to talk about this a little bit more. But when these two things aren't balanced, when you're not having that muscle protein synthesis at night, the muscle protein breakdown is going to take over and you're not going to be able to fully recover. And that way, you're not going to be able to make gains. So this is one of the things where I, I always tell my clients, like muscle building is not done in the gym. It's done when you're resting and recovering and eating and sleeping. Um, so like I just said, this kind of goes into my fourth point, which is not eating enough and not eating enough protein specifically. So a good rule of thumb to make sure that you're having enough protein is going to be one gram per pound of a lean body mass, but this is going to depend on digestion. So for example, like my mother, I hope she doesn't mind me saying her body weight, but she's about 120 pounds right now. And she can't have um, 120 grams of protein. It just doesn't sit well with her digestion. She's having a few issues with that. So right now we have her at 100 grams um, of protein. So, you know, a little bit below that little benchmark there. But, you know, like I said, it's going to depend on how you are with your digestion. Um, so the reason why you want this protein, though, is to, again, facilitate the, mu the muscle protein synthesis and to make sure that the um, your body's able to repair the muscle damage that you endure from training. And for calories in general, making sure that you're eating enough calories is very important because your body needs those calories, again, to facilitate the recovery aspect of, you know, training and muscle growth. And so this is something where I see a lot of ectomorphs struggle with this because um, they just are just naturally thin people and they don't have much of an appetite, but it's very important that you're getting those calories in, uh, especially if you are a lean person. Now, if you are more overweight and you have more fat on your body, that tends to be better just because your body is going to pull the energy from your fat rather than your muscle. What is dangerous is when you're very lean, um, and that's where your body can start eating away at the muscle to use it for energy. Um, and this is why, you know, with competition people, competition clients, um, they have to be more strategic in the way that they refeed, um, like where they'll increase their calories certain days, stuff like that, so that they try their best to eliminate that, um, the quote unquote, eating away of muscle, if you want to think of it that way. Um, and another great thing that I'll just throw in there is you want to eat around your training sessions because your body is the most insulin sensitive post-training. So you want to take good advantage of this. So in simple terms, that just means that your body is going to be the best at absorbing and utilizing those carbs after your workout. Um, so that's just a quick note for you guys. So um, 
I like to drink an intro workout during my workout. So that's just 25 grams of carbs that helps me get through the workout. It also helps start repairing my muscles before um, I even get to bed at night, which is really great. So I'll definitely have to do another podcast on um, my intro workout. Um, but the last thing I'll say about eating enough is also that you want to make sure that your hormones are balanced because when your body is in a stressed state, you're not eating enough. Um, you're going to have things like maybe low testosterone, low estrogen, and having those lower, those low hormones is going to inhibit your ability to gain muscle. Um, so that's enough for point number four, not eating enough. So now the last point I will say is that you are inconsistent. Again, this is something huge with the people that I work with because a lot of the people I work with, they just need accountability um, because they're just not consistent in the gym. Now, the reason why this is important is because um, of a couple of things. So one thing is that it's not in your routine. So I absolutely love routine and I plan on doing a podcast on this soon, um, just how important it is. But if the gym is not in your routine, you're probably not going to gonna go the amount of days that you want to go especially when you're in a stressed state so fun fact when you're stressed out your body is going to fall back on the habits you create whether they're good or whether they're bad so if you have a habit of going to the gym um no days a week or maybe like one or two if you have a stressed out week you're just going to fall back on the fact that you're just not going to go to the gym at all now if you make a habit of going to the gym monday wednesday friday on those specific days or, you know, four days a week, when you get stressed out, you're going to fall back on the habit of going to the gym those days. So that's what's really great. It kinda, it's kind of like your body just goes on, um, you know, like pilot mode or autopilot or, well, I don't know, whatever that is. I'm not a car person or a plane person. Um, but um, another thing is that uh, it could cause tendon damage. So if you, let's say you worked out one day a week, or no, actually, let's say you worked out six days a week, week one, then week two comes around, you work out three days a week, and then week three comes around, you don't work out, and then week four comes around, and you try and go back to six days a week. So what happens is, is your tendons get deconditioned, and so when you go and try and jump back into your workouts, it's going to place an immense amount of load on your tendons that it's not used to, and from there, it's going to cause some tendon damage. Um, so that is very important. It's not super common, but if you're trying to lift heavy and you're not consistent, that's something that can totally happen to you. Um, so you just want to be mindful of that. Um, and then, of course, you know, the last thing with consistency is just making sure that you're disciplined. And I think discipline is a great thing because in all aspects of life, you're probably not going to be motivated every day. So building that discipline is very important. Um, all right. So that is it for today's episode. Hopefully... Um, you were able to answer the question of why you're not making gains with one of these five points. And uh, as always, please leave a review because it helps me spread this information um, to people that, you know, may need it. So, um, and if you do leave a review, make sure you leave your Instagram handle so you can be entered into the giveaway for one free month of coaching. Um, but with that being said, I will see you guys in two weeks. And thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. episode, make sure to leave a review and share to social media. And if you are interested in hiring me as your coach, head to www.holdnothingback.net to apply.